the classic start by talking. I, I, I literally wrote another bad 15 minutes to start the game off. But let's get into this game today. We are on episode, I think, 29, right? 29? I believe so. I believe so. 29? Okay. Coming off a win, two. Tottenham 2 leads one. A game of two halves by every mean of... I can't... I mean, like, it was unbelievable. It was like 0% to 100%. That's how I got the two halves. This game was wild. But uh, quickly, you just want to say, we're going to try to be getting these episodes out more often. We kind of want to make do fun things in the middle on the international break. I know Derek and Jose were able to get out a great episode on the Mexico game, but we'd also like to the Mexico USA game, but we'd also like to do that for all US games and talk about, you know, just generally funny things that happen over the international break or not so funny things. I know Nick had something he wanted to say about uh, ketchup and mayo being taken away from the lodge, as I call it, or the training grounds, which we could have had a good time with. Like what, what, what condiment is so, Derek? Let's start out that way. What condiment would you be most disappointed if uh, Conte stole from you? I mean, on a day-to-day basis, it would probably be ketchup. Uh, I, I would be fine with everywhere in the world removing mayo because I think it is repulsive. People sticking spoons into that awful Hellman's jar just grosses me the hell out. So, so yeah, you- get rid, of, get rid of mayo. Throw mayo. Shoot mayo into the sun. So as I just said, and from the beautiful voice you just heard, I'm with just me and Derek today to talk about this game. I'm going to say their mayo in Europe is different. It tastes different. That's true. That is it's true. so it's much made different. from natural ingredients. Is that true? Because like I am not mm-hmm. dipping fries in Hellman's. I will dip my fries in whatever mayo I got when I've been to Europe. I, I enjoy that actually very much. For sure. But you think about... I don't enjoy their just... ketchup as much because it's Heinz or nothing. Right. Agreed. You can't have hunts or whatever garbage that they wind up serving over there, but you can come with, go with chocolate, right? Chocolate in the States is 10 times worse than chocolate is in Europe. And I'm, I'm not even talking Swiss chocolate. I'm just talking London chocolate is 10 times better than it is here. There's a place called Ladderbach chocolate. My mom loves chocolate and that's where my dad has to go get it. And it's obviously not an American place, but we have it here. But well, we digress, but I wanted to, you know, get some fun things about the Conte's removing of, he also removed soda, right? Pretty sure. I believe he should have. That shouldn't be anywhere near professional athletes menu at all. Gotcha. And um, okay, so let's get, let's get into this game. So Derek, I'm going to call you out. You didn't miss the first 20 minutes. Shit happens. It's earlier here. I was cooking brunch. And let me tell you what you missed in that first, first 15, 20 minutes. What do you think my first note was? I'm going to say Tottenham being Tottenham. Because how many times have we over the, even in the Pochettino era, we were terrible for the first <laughs> I, 20 minutes of games. I should have prefaced this better for you. It, it was, what, player, what player did I immediately call out before oh. the first minute even ended? Harry Winks, baby. What a Winks. lineup. Winks giveaway first minute, but let's let's get into the lineup first. Good call, but you want to go through it? Yeah, I'm gonna go off a of memory here. It was Hugo, uh, Royale, Tanganga, which was surprising to me, but I don't I didn't hate it at the time. He didn't Keep really going. play all that well. Roll through it, uh, and then we'll go back to it. Dyer, uh, Davies again, which he seems to be a stalwart in this team now. Uh, Reggie, Hoiberg. In the midfield, um, your buddy Harry Winks, boo, Lucas. I'm forgetting somebody in the midfield. 
Um, no, you're not. We have five, remember? Five in the back. So we oh, only have two. Right. So Lucas, Harry Kane, and my hero, Hyunmin Sun. Yeah, so the lineup comes out, and my initial thoughts were, I thought Wings was going to play. I didn't think, you, you saw the amount he ran today, and we'll get to that, and the amount Harry Kane ran. And I don't think Ndombele's ready to run that. I'm, I'm, I want him to come on, but I think Conte is going to work with him. And he has a great run of games. We do have a great schedule to work with him into the system. Agreed. Because I think Conte understands what Ndombele is, but also we understand what Ndombele is. And Conte's running, as Reggie said, the worst week of his life in training. He said that before. And when they were talking about the goal after the game, he called it the worst week of training in his life, not from a physic, from a, you know, from a, yeah, a, fit, a fitness standpoint. Sure. So we understand who he is. You said he hates him. I don't think he hates him. I think he's building a defense. And then he's going to build out from when he finds a defense that he fully trusts. But my first thought was, after the Winks, I guess, was we don't have any center backs on the field. Not one true center back. You want to call Dyer a center back, but he started off as a center defensive midi. You want to call Jaffet, who started off as a center back, but then was immediately switched to right backs. Davies is a left back. Reggie's a left back. And Emerson's a right back. So... There was cause for concern from me there. For sure. No, I understand that. I mean, Dyer's been a center back for a while, and he played really well today. But, mm. yes, with Romero out, we really didn't have a choice. I, I, I would have preferred to see Sanchez there, and I think Sanchez played really well once he actually came in. But he's kind of ham- he's kind of hamstrung with his options. We don't have a lot of great options at center back, unfortunately, especially no. if our best one's not playing. And uh, I mean, I heard Rodin had a great international break, but I feel like I hear that a lot. And then he doesn't get play. I don't know what that guy has to do to get some time. <laughs> but we get into the game. And the first 15 started off how every first 15 has started off for us all year. And uh, it, it leaked into the rest of the half. It just kept going. But I can understand it in not getting the manager bump when we're playing at Goodison Park in Everton. I will, I will not understand it when we come out playing like that. Conte's, back, Conte's at his first home game, and we're going to come out and play like no energy, no nothing. It was fucking pathetic. And that's how the game started. That was the first 15 minutes. I wrote in the 14th, we can't even dribble out of the back. That left, The left side with uh, Emerson's side is getting, Tanganga is getting crushed. They're getting run over all, all game. No, all, so all throughout the first, sorry, throughout the first 15 minutes. And it wasn't until the 17th where we made an attacking move where we were able to pick off anyone. And it just, I mean, it kept going throughout the half, but we'll get to that. But it seemed like a team in between two minds of, I can't fuck up this new system. I'm not totally comfortable in this new system. But I'm getting pissed because at least show energy. Sure. There was no energy. And I understand new tactics. But within those new tactics... You, you just have to know your you the better the players in the field are better and you have to just be better and energy always makes it things better even if you yeah are a little confused of making sure I need to stay in this new tactical position that we are playing because we are playing a totally new thing that we played we haven't played ever in my recent memory sure and that's that was my concern when I saw the lineup now as you pointed out I didn't see what you're talking about but 
we didn't have a midfield that can actually carry the ball through between defense and attack. You know what I mean? They, they didn't, Hoiberg is not going to be that he's not an eight. He's somewhere between a six and an eight. The, the seven really doesn't exist, but he's, he's more of a not good enough to be a defensive mid, but also not good enough to be a box to box midfielder. And I know I said last episode before the international break, he was my man of the match, which according to every other person on the internet was a bad call because everyone said he was shit, but Winks and, and Hoiberg are not going to carry the ball through anyone's midfield. They're going to recycle the ball, which is fine, but we don't have, especially in a three at the back formation, we don't have anyone. It basically ruins our middle attack completely because there's no way for us to carry the ball through the center of their defense until you actually get up to the Kane and Sons of the world. Yeah, we played. It was a it was a giant bagel because Winks and Hoiberg were so close to our defense in the first half, and Dyer. I mean, Dyer was stepping up in front of Winks and Hoiberg sometimes. And I think I, I sent out the thing. Alistair Gold tweeted out to play quarterback essentially, and I'm like, all right, so we're gonna have Dyer. Who he, he's not. It's not the worst person, but still, I don't want cross field passes from Dyer all game because that's what it's looking like. Because Hoiberg and Winks are not carrying the ball anywhere. Winks isn't doing anything. Winks didn't do. Winks was so bad in that first half. I was losing my mind, of course. I think it's five giveaways and the one good pass into Kane into the box, and that's it. And just he looks just unconfident. He doesn't look fit. And I don't know if this is I, I, I don't know. Even though he, he ran forever. I mean, he really stepped it up in the second half, and we'll get to that. But gee, I, I, he's just you want Skip out there because he doesn't Winks doesn't do anything that Skip. Winks doesn't look like he does anything better than Skip right now or Ben Pierre. No, Winks' so. problem is he is all effort and nothing else. He can try as hard as he wants. Everyone has played a sport, whether it's recreational, whether it's high school, whether it's college, anything, even a, a, a co-ed college team. And you have someone who tries so hard, but they're just not good at the sport they're playing. And yes, Harry Winks is better than most of the people Hell, he's better at, at football than you and I, but compared yeah. to the people he's, he's better than most of the players on the planet, he's better right. than most. Yeah, yeah. but we, compared yeah. to actual professionals, he's garbage. He doesn't do anything. Yeah. He would have been perfect in like the 80s where <laughs> he could recycle the ball and do a bad tackle here and there. But in this day and age, he has no value whatsoever. And I don't, I know this is your corner that I'm impeding on. He's just not good at the game. He really doesn't contribute anything. He's not good defensively. He can't actually dribble the ball through midfield. He's just, I, I wanted to say mediocre, but he's worse than that. Amen. Amen. I mean, we, I, I've thought this for a while, and I think you've kind of backed me, maybe not as hard, but and his he tries he does try really hard but also then there's a lack of physicality so you're trying really hard and you lack physicality and you lack speed and you lack this so what are you doing you're just running around hurting the team generally and he didn't do that in the second half but we'll get there <laughs> i wrote wings is terrible his value drops each time he's on the pitch i did see that <laughs> <laughs> So finally they gave um, – I thought Leeds was really chippy. They were doing a pretty good job of – not a good job, I would say. I mean, they were chipping at our heels so we wouldn't get on the break, and we had our breaks. 
but we couldn't connect with anything. I mentioned Lucas Mora could not hold on to the ball for his life in that first half. He didn't do he every time he dribbled, he lost the ball. And we'll get to more Lucas because it gets better. Everything gets better. But this is the first half. And yeah, Reggie, I mean, Lucas lost the ball every time. Um, then there was Reggie's blind pass. Um, the miss, no, no, Reggie's miss pass. Which the one to Royale when he was wide open. Is that that got a that got such a verbal that got the most verbal reaction or visceral reaction from me of just he's fucking you're looking at him, aren't you like running at him? Like from my angle, it looks like you you he's the first player you're looking at, and he cuts it back to try to get it to Kane, which was insane. It was such an insane play. So bad. Because Royale was standing there, like waving his arms. No one is near me. And I give a little bit of shit to Royale because he was kind of stopped, I guess is the point. is the word I would use. If he was running towards the net, I think I think Ray, Reggie might have passed the ball to him. But either way, he was waiting. It felt like he was waiting to get the ball just across it. But either way, it was terrible. Reggie, I don't know what he was looking at or not looking at. Yeah. So then 43rd minute comes around. We are playing this distraught. It's almost so tentative looking form of football. And I, I'll give them, I'll stick up for them a little bit in the fact that, yes, as I said before, new system, I think they had, they were in two minds of, I need to press. Do I press or what am I doing? Like, what's what position do I really need to be in? Conte only got to work with a few of them while international break doesn't help us. International break didn't help Conte work with his team. We had 14 players away. Agreed. Okay, so actually, let's before he scores the goal, let's get to he, he He's second to blame in this. Or maybe first. No, he's definitely first. He got nutmegged by by an American player in Europe. Sorry, no. Royale is definitely the the number one there. He had, I think, he had a great game aside from this moment. Yeah. So Harrison for Leeds gets the ball on the left side, right? Their right side, our left side, our right side, our right side, that side. And he just he nutmegs and runs around Emerson, and it looked way too easy for Emerson to not keep up and to Harrison's credit put in an excellent ball which right I the money. which I took Dyer's any blame on Dyer out of I took blame on Davies out of you know maybe Davies could have stuck a leg in but Reggie was the man who's the yep. only guy who could have saw J- James run in he's the only one who could have yep. sensed it and felt it and he was just late he missed it a beautiful cross came in and they put it in and it got lackadaisical and it looks just bad for us because right before the half Conte's first game and we just come out, play like shit and then let up a goal right before the, right before everything goes in. I mean, we had a few chances in that first half, but nothing really, we couldn't connect passes. We couldn't do anything. And this is this. I was furious. I was furious to just, I was furious to the players because I'm going to give Conte his due for a while. Like he's fine to me for a while Uh, a while you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so just generally hugely disappointed absolutely pissed off at how we looked and how we played and i'm assuming you thought the same no it felt like a complete lack of effort especially on that play because like you said it was really well done by Leeds. royale played really well as i said about a minute ago but he got nutmegged by an american who was really good in MLS, but that doesn't really value that. It brings no value to anything. I didn't know he was American. 
Yeah, Jack Harrison's American. I, just thought he was I think he played for Man that. City's. He, I think he played for Man City and then. Like NYFC? Yeah, NYCFC? I believe he was an NYFC, NYCFC person. Um, but it just felt like a lack of effort. And while it was an incredible. I th- Let me rephrase this. I think my issue is not with Leeds' incredible work because let's give them their due. That was a really great run of play there. Great cross, great positioning by Daniel James. And Daniel James is not a bum. He played really well for United for about six months. And once they started buying everyone in the world, they had no space for him. But he is still almost a 40 million pound player. My problem was it felt like the word I used was in, in my notes was not great because while it was great play by Leeds, Reggie kind of felt like he was being lazy. And most of the day he got skinned by Daniel James. And I'm sure we'll get into that later, but Reggie defensively was not very good today. He wasn't, but I felt that other side got torched so much more often that I get Mm -hmm. distracted and Davies played good defense today. No, the three center backs. Well, no, sorry. The two center backs. Tanganga was trash today, but the other two were both very good today. When you put Tanganga in a uh, Tanganga can't play this pass out of the back when your other when the guy you're passing to is another defender. Sure. And that's why I don't think he's fully confident in Sanchez because I don't I I trust in Sanchez's long passes more than I trust in his short passes. I, I'm with you there. And I'm a so, Sanchez guy. Yeah, and so it's either Sanchez in the middle, which I don't think we can do. I think Dyer has solidified himself for now as I'm the mid, I'm in the middle. I think he was my man, almost man of the match. As we'll talk about that, because he was just the most consistent player of all today. Because so we get into let's get into the second half where we can talk about the good stuff finally. Right. And what within the first thirty seconds we put Lucas puts Kane through and Kane puts it through the goalie's legs and goes off the post because Kane can't buy one even though. Beautiful pass by Lucas, man. Yeah. He's he's never been the pass guy, and I've been shitting on Lucas for he shouldn't be a starter here and there. But their defender misjudged that bouncing ball, and it was almost like a, a high school thing where you try and jump, and it, it just sneaks over your head. And Lucas had the wherewithal to figure out that I'm getting this ball and pass a perfect ball into Kane. And I felt, again, I've been shitting on Kane for the past four months. But I feel bad for the guy at this point because he put a perfect ball through the, the keeper's legs and went off the post. There was how many times did we hit the woodwork today? Four um, times coming next time. The next assist, next not assist, but Lucas Mora dribbles in again and puts the ball into Sone, who puts in a. I think it was supposed to be a cross, but it bounced off one of the Leeds players' heads, hits off the post, and come on, holy, just give us the, just give us this break. Yeah. No, it felt like there was a force field on the net today, man. It really did. It was really frustrating. And but again, Lucas. And it's just this thing with Lucas. It's he plays one way. He doesn't know any other ways to play football. He plays one way. Sure. It, work, it works 30 to 40% of the time. And when it works, it's great. And when it doesn't, he's a mess who loses the ball for us consistently, sure. which was the first half. And you saw all of the Lucases today. You saw them all Mm -hmm. because he's still our best ball carrier. Actually, when Son would drop back today, 
and people would skip winks to pass the zone when he was like right. dropping back in the middle. No, he was so good. He and was you so just good in that middle. And you watched the control of zone compared to winks, who we expect to have this control night and day. That's a championship league player, and that's one of the best players in the world. And zone's playing yep. out of position. No, Sonny looked so good when he dropped deep. He looked so good. He was making people look stupid. Yeah, and I thought he was, and I thought Kane had a better day than him. Kane's hold-up play, his strength today was what we've been waiting for all season. That that effort, he's so strong. He's so strong on the ball, and he got clipped all day. And he saw him getting pissed off with the sure. ref. I saw a lot of people giving saying he was bad today. I don't know what, again, as I said, I've been the biggest hater on Kane of the year, but Kane's been, I thought Kane today was really good. He just got really unlucky. Yeah, there was a, there was a, there was a passage of play where Kane had two passes, one out to Reggie and one out to Emerson. And you're just like, this, this look at that passing is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And the problem, awesome. the problem there is no one else but Kane can pass like that in that right. front. His hold up play was really good. His effort His was really good. Right. He just got unfortunate. So now we're in, so the 51st minute, Lucas into Son. Son deflects out the post. We don't get anything. Um, then Kane puts Son in, and Son goes down in the box. Calvin Phillips makes an excellent tackle, and that was nothing. That was should have been a penalty on Son, I would say, uh, for just, yeah, simulating. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I had written down penalty question mark. Nope, simulation, lucky to escape without a yellow card. Yeah, I said Kane. Yeah, now, that yeah. you bring up, now that you bring up Calvin Phillips, I hope Leeds get relegated so we can buy him. He was so fucking good today. He was he was marking Kane pretty much all day, and he was playing at he was playing a little out of position. When you would you say when you say? Yeah, he was he was a deeper lying midfielder for the national team, but he's exactly what we need. So we've been connected with what who what's his name Frank Kessie from AC yeah. Milan, right? And I feel like they're they're very similar players. Him and Calvin Phillips. Sure, I could see that. So, yeah, I mean, I would love Calvin Phillips. He looked great for England when I've seen him. I didn't watch any of England when they played Albania or San Marino. Wasn't very interested in that or cared about that. So, 58th minute. Okay. Oh, 58th minute. 58th minute. Reggie gets the ball from Winks. There's your credit, Winks. That's the only credit you're getting. It was the easiest pass I've ever seen. Reggie was wide open. All you had to do is, you know, just shuffle it over. But you did play very. You played excellent positional play all half. But we're not going to bring you up again because you really didn't do anything else. But I didn't hear your name much, and that's all I want from you. <laughs> that's all I fucking want. So Re- Reggie cl- Reggie crosses it in, and it's. I think Kane dives for the header. Right, that's the part I wasn't sure about is who that ball actually hit. Because so I, I think it, went for the I, diving I think header. it hits. I think it hits Kane because Lucas kind of set him off a little bit by sticking out his leg and misses Lucas. It's Kane and Kane in a way he doesn't score, but he say keeps the ball in play because it hits something. It doesn't hit something hard. It hits something soft and Lucas gets the ball and there you go. Lucas assists, hit passes it back, turns around, looks through the open guy, finds Hoiberg in the box. Hoiberg takes a terrible shot and it luckily is aimed right. <laughs> I couldn't believe that went in because he's, I told my girlfriend at the time, like, he scuffed the hell out of that ball. I don't know how that wound up on net because that ball was slowly bouncing towards the, the, the back corner and it made its way in. So good for him. You know, I was happy for Pierre, but that was not well taken. Yeah. Cause the, the thing on Pierre, I feel like the past couple weeks has been, is he actually that good? No, he's not. He's not. 
but the problem is he hasn't had a break in a year and a half. That's also true. We don't give him breaks because he's consistent and he does his job very well and he's a leader on the field, but he can't be up there in the box. No, agreed. Wink skip does not work. I mean, though any of those three, two to take those three players and put two of them out there, we're going to struggle against good teams. I mean, thank God Conte has plenty of time through all these bad matchups to hopefully build in the system, but he's got to build in Los Celso or Indomitable, or we have to get somebody in January that can play that eight because it's got to be Skip and someone else or Hoiberg and someone else who can play offense. We can't, we're not, our three aren't good enough up top and our wing backs aren't good enough yet at understanding the system to be technical midfielders. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if Emerson and Reggie have ever played this system as wing backs. Probably not. But PH scores it in, tie it up, and everything was different from that point on. You watch Conti, and I was thinking when I was watching Conti and his reactions, and like this man is just a psychopath, an amazing coach, but a psychopath. While it, while Mourinho was a, but when Conte does this, he's a psychopath who like doesn't know where the camera is. Like Mourinho is like, where is the camera? I'm going to be a psychopath. Like Conte is just like, I'm like, this is who I am. Like I sent you that thing after the game where they're picking the grass. I'm like, is our coach also a serial killer? But like, yes. moving on, yeah, hundred percent. Yes, he is. And I fucking love it. It's awesome. Love it. Love it. Hugging every, all the players. Like I, this man is not in it for, he's going to give you entertainment, but he's not in it for the entertainment. Like I think Mourinho kind of does. Yeah. No, Conte is who he is. That's the thing. Mourinho is a reality TV show contestant. But to Mourinho's, uh, I I hate shitting on Mourinho constantly because he did, he did do some good things, but Mourinho uses, he uses, he uses that as a way to affect players, but that worked back then. It doesn't work now with no. modern day players. He doesn't, he's lost. Okay. Done with Mourinho. There you go. Uh, Jose, we talked about Jose yeah. for you. Jose, drink. <laughs> then we get into the 61st minute. Ken Kane gets a ball, makes a great turn, but he's a little crowded out. He can't get the shot off, but it was a really good ball in and it was a really good turn, but I think they got two, two foots into uh Really Stop good hold up play. Yeah, Kane yeah. had several times where he was actually playing striker because he did he did fall back a bit into the midfield to try and make passes, but that was one of what three or four hold up play moments where he actually looked like he was playing striker. I think that's I think it's what that's what exactly what Connie's gonna want him to do. He doesn't want him to drop back. I think we yeah. saw I think he will drop back but I think he's going to want Son to drop back more because Son's a better carrier. Than sure, the ball. 100%. Even You're though Kane, Kane was carrying the ball great, he's just not fast. He's just powerful. So he'll dribble, dribble, you know. That's and how there he, were a that's couple moments. Yeah, there were a couple moments in the second half where he did drop back and kind of tried to be like Sonny, and it didn't work out very well. No, because he, he's not like Sonny. It's, no. it's, he's a much better passer than Sonny, so he uses that too when he drops back. That's what he should be doing. But... His, I'm not going to say anything about his effort because it was, it was great today. Sure. 
64th minute, Ben Davies almost scores a goal. Almost, I don't man. who put that who put that over because I couldn't see in the re, in the replay. Someone I want to say it was Royale. I'm it not sure. It came from the right side. A beautiful ball and yep. a generally good touch by Davies. But yeah, he was he was pressured. Davies doesn't get in those situations. Okay, he doesn't put it in the net. But like a, a really good play overall. We are at this point dominating them it is the opposite of the first half where they won the first half i'm going to give all of them the credit we couldn't another half another half where we didn't get a shot off and now we're we're flying in this first half i don't know what conte said he said he he switched around the tactics but truthfully all i saw was okay pierre and winks move a little bit up the field okay tank ganga and davies i need you to move up the field so we can push reggie and emerson farther up the field because in the first half we were we were a legit five at the back Mm-hmm. No, I mean, Leeds, uh, Leeds seemed to be constantly on the back foot in the second half. And yeah, I don't know what I mean, about the midfield made them worried, but like you said, everything changed. Let's, let's also give credit to Leeds because they are more injured than we are in a way. I mean, sure. no Rafinha, no Rodrigo. They are, they're missing some defenders. And they were disjointed as hell. And we, I mean, we should have put more in, of course, throughout this game. But that defense is really bad. And I feel like Leeds runs into the same situation they always run into is that it's it's either it's plan A or it's plan A or it's plan A. Right. And we're never adjusting. We're right. not we're not going to a plan C where we play defensively. It's plan A, it's plan A, it's plan A. And also so, Bamford's got to be out, right? Because I don't think he played today. Bamford was out. Okay. Yep. So three, their three best tagging players are out. Which, yeah, cheers to us. We, we made it work. <laughs> we beat it. We beat. We beat an underman Leeds team. Is mm-hmm. what fourth? I mean, not fourth. Fourth from the bottom. Yeah, they were two points ahead of uh, two points in front of the relegation zone. Okay, and then in like the sixty seventh minute, our boy Lucas Mora again steps up, makes a couple dribbles, draws a foul. Right outside the box. And what was the first thing I yelled at, Derek? What was the first thing I yelled? Harry Kane cannot take this free kick. <laughs> no, no. When 10 players were standing around the ball, which was hilarious. I'm like, that's a team that doesn't know what who's taking this <laughs> kick. Like, they had seven players around it, like, looking at it. Everyone's, like, chatting. I'm yelling, let Dyer Kate take it. Let him take it. Wait, so you are actually, you think Eric Dyer is the best free kick taker we have? Yep. Until Los also proves me better, proves me wrong. But I, I well, he's got to be. He's actually got to be on the field before. Wait, didn't Dyer have a goal for England off a free kick? Sure, yeah. sure he did. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, they mentioned that. That's a, uh, that was a stupid comment by me. I would like to cancel that from. I'm going to leave this in, but cancel that because that was back when he was actually on the England team playing mid, when he was playing midfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but. Regardless of the fact that he maybe didn't get it over the wall, he got it through. He got it through the wall, and that's all that matters. It was the best free kick I've seen out in the Premier League this year because I know Los Celso put a free kick in on that quick free kick events like Vitesse. Uh, not Vitesse. Uh, was it Renee or Mora? Whatever. Okay. But don't care. I wanted, I wanted Dyer to take this kick because I've seen him do better than all of everyone else that we've had step up to do a kick. Kane. Yes, better than Kane. He is better at free kicks than Harry Kane. <laughs> and you always know. So um, here in the States, we listen our commentators for the main, the big game on Saturday or Sunday is uh, either Gramless, it's Arlo White and either Lee Dixon or Gramless. So. And they always say, 
oh, great opportunity for Kane. And every time a fan goes, no, I don't know what you're fucking talking about. Like, I don't, I literally don't know what you're talking about. This is not a great opportunity for Kane. Kane is terrible at these. Has Kane ever made like a free kick? I think, I feel like he's made one, but it was definitely 40 made 40 yards away. He's definitely made one. But, but anyway, he doesn't do well with the close ones because he just smashes it into the opponent's chest. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. So Dyer steps up. I am thrilled. Not thrilled. You know what I am. I'm, I'm just like, cool. Let, it, let him go. Let, I want him to take it. Steps up, puts it off. He doesn't clear the wall, but he. he it was a jumping it. wall. Right. I can I can dig that. Yeah. He squeezes and he squeezes it in between two heads. It goes mm-hmm. off one of the heads, but it goes off and then it hits the post. And we're just I'm just like, come on, give me a break. And somebody who hasn't scored a fucking goal for us yet comes storming in and puts the game two to one. In his Sergio 50th Reggio. appearance for the club, he got his first goal. I was so happy for Reggie. He hasn't been awesome. He was pretty bad today, to be fair. But right the second Johnny half. on the spot made his moment work. Cam comes absolutely just flying in yeah, and taps it in. So now we go... So now we're up and then two minutes later, after this great goal, we have a cane handball that wasn't a handball and it shouldn't have been a handball, but I said what I say. I said last year, this is a handball all day. Sure. Sure. I mean, what is he supposed to do? Why don't we just cut off? Why don't we just cut football players arms off? Under the shoulder, if that's a handball. If that was a handball, I'm sorry. No one should be allowed to have arms. They should know. just put a straight jacket on them. Yeah. What did I say? Oh, that la- I said last year that would have been a handball, and that's also a handball. Or the Champions too. League final. <laughs> or in the UCL yeah. final. <laughs> I mean, Sissoko is a little bit different, let's be fair. He's also not white or English. Oh, are you? Uh, let's not go there. <laughs> oh, I mean, to be fair... Uh, Europe hasn't been the most welcoming place, but I digress. Yeah, I don't think that should have been a penalty. If that was a penalty, I, w- I was I was waiting to throw my ottoman through the window. It was in my hands, ready to be launched. So, um, r- was it before the goal or right after the goal? Jaffa Tanganga comes off for Davidson Sanchez which was a move I was very okay with. I wanted to yeah. see that happen. Tanganga, Tanganga I mean, he hasn't played in a while, especially a at center back. So I was very welcome to that. And I think Sanchez is more accustomed to three at the back than he is at two at the back, whereas Tanganga isn't really comfortable in a, back at, in a three at the back either because he's been playing right back for the last two years. Yeah, but you would think that would make him a better passer and he, no. he he does make some decent runs and they but they're all because he's strong yeah. like his runs come just because i powered through you not because i ran around you really sure agreed yeah i thought it was a tough position for jaffa today but i but conte mentioned him in the post-game interview stating he was one of the players that really came out in the second half and changed everything around because he kept he mul- in multiple times in the post-game interview he said First half, we really struggled. We really struggled. We did. We really struggled. And that certain players came out. He mentioned Winks because 
as I said, I'm bringing him again, but yeah, when you don't hear about Winks, I'm happy. Like when he's not doing stupid shit or just not being a good football player. So right, the problem with Winks is that he was so bad in the first half that anything else would have been an improvement. It's so true. I fucking hate him. All right, so 79th minute. So we go about nine minutes and we're, I wouldn't say we're sitting back, but, you know, Leeds is going to put their pressure on and like Mm -hmm. all teams do there, just drop down. Uh, Sessignon comes on in the 79th minute for Regula. Yep. And I could see I I knew Reggie needed a break. We needed a break. We're gonna know we we know our wing backs are gonna need breaks until. I mean, we're coming off the like the what the two least fitness coaches around that we've ever had between Mourinho yeah. and Nuno, who didn't care about fitness or whatever they thought about it. And I I wrote big spot two one, and you're gonna bring a Cessnione. I know he's playing. He's and he's playing on the opposite side too. He's playing in the left side for Reggie. Not his normal right back position. No, no, he's a left. He's a really? left sided. He's a left sided player. Yeah. Okay, so that was my mistake, but he comes on. Still a big spot for someone like I wrote Reg Sessignon. Who the hell is this? Like as a joke because we've been hearing about this guy forever, and all we've really seen him do is play in like a few Europa League games last year in the preseason. So, and he comes on big spot because two one. We got to hold this lead. We we blow these leads all the time. We know we know time sure. is sure. So I was there's confidence that he clearly has in him. I'll be honest with you. I think if he plays really well, I think he's more suited to the left wing back spot than Reggie is. I know Reggie's a left back in the back four the way he was at here and the way he was at Madrid. But Cessnion's been a left wing and a left wing back. He is a much improved attacker and Defense has really been his issue because when he was at Fulham and he was tearing up the league, well, the tearing up the championship, I shouldn't say tearing up the Premier League because he's been pretty shit since he's been in the Premier League. But mm. he's only 21. Yeah, yeah, they mentioned that. That's I, unbelievable. I, that but like, I feel like he's been, since Fulham came up and then went back down, he, he's he's 21 years old. Like, if he's even a squad player, that 25 million pounds that we spent on him was a gift even if he's a squad player, if he's more than that, but he looked, he looked confident today. He looked healthy. He looked exactly how I'd hope somebody who hasn't played in what? 15 months. Yeah, I agree. What I was going to say about Reggie though, is Sevilla Reggie was exactly like the kind of player Conte wants to play that position. So I think there is that Reggie in there. Cause I sure. no Reggie is definitely currently a better player than Cessna. But yeah. Sessignon's 21, so there's a ton of growth available. Yeah, but if you watch the highlights from his Sevilla run, the Europa run, like how good of a goal scorer he was from that position, this is a guy I, I think Conte really is going to like. In For sure. Run. For sure. And I thought Emerson was really good today. Minus, I think that, minus, the, ones, minus the one play. Right. I think Emerson's been our best player since Conte took over. Yeah. He's been consistent. He's been strong. He's sent in a ton of good crosses. He has been confident as hell. Really, 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 really good player. And for that price tag, not saying he's worth it yet, but if he keeps playing the way he is, that'll be more than worth the money we spent on him. Yeah, so the last thing I really have is uh, Mora comes off for Deli Alley. 
Okay, fine with that. Uh, I don't want Ndamale coming in to go play in that position. Uh, Lo Celso's out. He's in. He got a knock. Sure. Don't know how long he's going to be out for. So, and we're not going to bring. We're not bringing Ndamale in to cover a lead. So Delhi comes on. Fine. He did whatever for the next five minutes or six minutes that he was in the game. Not much there, but just a really a game of two a, a game of two halves. Wait, 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 hold team. on, hold on, hold on. What am I, who am I missing? What am I missing? Harry Kane, as I said, was very good for the first nine. <laughs> you had, you're gonna okay, go, you go for it. There were three different times <laughs> where he missed passes that would have led to one on ones with the keeper. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he was yeah. so bad in stoppage time, just disgustingly bad. You didn't like the three on two where he put the ball too far ahead of him and. Blew that he, one. No, but Harry Kane is not Lucas. I know, he's I know. Not, I know. He's not know, Lacelso. He's not in Dumbele. You can't make bad, you can't have bad touches on a three on two. That man ran over 11. The, no, the man, he no. ran the second most on the field. Don't ran care. For 11 kilometers. The game Harry was- Winks is allowed to have a bad touch like that because he's Harry Winks. No, Harry Kane is not allowed to do that. That was absolute garbage. He was terrible for those four minutes. Or, or, or he's not allowed to do it once. There three, were three, three different three times. times. That's right? what I'm three saying. Times. Three times. Three times. Now we got it. Now we so have an bad. Issue. But yes, have an issue. with all that being said, I was really, really happy with the second half effort and the result, obviously. And hopefully we'll get back into the positive goal differential. Another thing I noticed was you, you see Conte's excitement. You see him. You saw Poiberg. You saw Sonny uh, trying to get the fans going, trying to get it loud in there. Yeah. And I think Conte got his first experience of like that place can get really loud. I mean, it's oh, yeah. a huge stadium and get really loud, but also who the Tottenham fans are. We are nervous. We're not about oh, to yeah. like, right. we're not about to <laughs> jump all around. Like something good's going to happen because we Limited expect confidence for sure. We expect the worst to happen. So I think Conte got a little bit of a, he's starting to understand like when he looked up the crowd and he, he got them pumped up for a little bit, but you saw it die out pretty quickly of like, okay, we're, we we got excited, but we still have to cover this lead. Let a couple of corner kicks at the end made it a little not nerve wracking. I thought we hit general control of the game. Hugo is. I, I want to give so much credit to Hugo for just he's so consistently just consistently good, and we we give him shit because he's not great on his feet and he. He's made errors, but he's been unbelievable this year. No, he's I, I, I've been saying this for quite some time. I think he's the best shot stopper in the league, and I think he's been the best shot stopper in the league for at least the last two to three years. Yep. Since De Gea has been a shell of himself, but he's actually my man of the match. I, I think he deserves it once. I feel, I feel like we never give him enough credit. We give him credit, but we don't ever think of him as man of the match. He's not my man of the match because I actually want to give credit to, to Eric Dyer for how well he That's actually fair. played today. That's fair. So you go. So you're gonna you're, you want to give your man of the match to Hugo? Totally sure. understand it. Had a bunch. Sure. He had a bunch of good saves. A lot of saves were were easy, but he covered up the, some of the shots that could have snuck in. And he's just a model. He's just so consistent for us. I can't speak more highly of how great he's been so he's I been consistent totally for so damn long he is always consistent since he broke both of his wrists or one wrist or whatever happened against brighton he's <laughs> been so damn good that was a, a ridiculous play like, that was not a good moment for hugo but 
he, he's, he let him go and broke a wrist. Right. You or, look at like actual um, analytical statistics. He's been the best shot stopper in the league for the last three years. And today was no different. He made great save after great save after great save. And he can't dribble well and he can't pass downfield well. He's fine at both, but his job is to stop shots. And today was absolutely incredible. So I'm going to give mine to Dyer because even in the first half, I thought he played excellent defense. And when he was put into an uncomfortable position as Hoiberg and Winks were so far back of passing in a front while he didn't exactly connect, he didn't pa- he didn't make a pass wrong. He did what he had to do in that first half. And we got out of it. And the, the ball in was not his fault. He can't see James running in. He's not, I mean, maybe he, he should be in a position where he can block it, but we could say that about a ton of things. A beautiful ball was put in by Harrison. He wasn't there to maybe the first guy to block it, but I'm not putting Dyer on that. I'm just not like, I thought he was an, played an excellent game. And in the second half, he just more grew more into himself, got more confidence, was able to pass up and down the field. And we give him so much, we gave him so much crap, but he really had a good game. He was really just so he was great when Leeds does their thing where they, where Bielsa has them all running around in a chaotic thing. And Dyer is, he's all year we've said it, like just the moniker of placement, of where to be on the field. While his athleticism might hold him back here and there and his movement, he knows exactly where to be always. And when you got three in the back, that's great. And he's a good passer. He is. It's something that, us, when you move from center defensive midfield back to center back, you, you keep your general. There's a reason you played center defensive midfield because you can pass the ball around. So while he was playing quarterback and I hated every minute of him having to make all these crossfield passes because we had no midfield, uh, he was so consistent for me and just kept that game when we were still trying to, we're still trying to figure out his system. While I think he, him and Hoiberg understand the system, the best of everyone on the field and Kane. What might be valuable is him being able to dribble the ball from the back through the midfield, the way that Romero probably should be doing. But the fact that we have that actual option, because he did look very comfortable today. And to my knowledge, he didn't do a lot of that under Pochettino. He was more of a slide in between the center backs and recycle the ball forward. So, I don't remember him doing a lot of that. I mean, he did it a couple of times, but that was more of a Toby Alderweireld thing. So that being an option is really nice moving forward. And I agree with you. I think he was really good. I think Royale was the other person who really stood out for me. And like I said, he's probably been the best player for us since Conde took over. But I think everybody on the team, aside aside from Winks, deserves some credit for how they played in the second half compared to the first half. Winks was better, but Winks still Winks. I just... I'll no. say it again. I, as long as I don't have to hear his name, I'm pretty good. Because I'm assuming right. when I hear his name, he did something bad. And Lucas, who I thought I wrote, I thought he was the wor- second worst player in the first half, was the best player in the second half. I'm not going to give him the game ball because he was that bad in the first half. But to make all these assists, not assists, but to put in Son off the post, to put in Kane off the post, yep. to have the assist for Hoiberg, to draw the penalty that led to all the goals... 
mad credit to Lucas Moore and how great he played in that second half. It's a full Lucas experience. It is. 30, I, I, I kept thinking of a way to say it. I wrote like, I said it before, one, he plays only one way and 50% of the time it works, maybe 30% of the time it really works. But when it works, it works magically. And he's still one of our best ball carriers until we maybe fix that. Or uh, I don't I don't know if Bergwine's ever going to be that. Still hope, still hope. Sure, don't, lo- sure. don't love Bergwine, but Lucas is a great dribbler of the ball. He's not a great. He's not a great passer. He's not a great shooter. He had a couple great passes today, though. Yeah, that. Yeah, he, he's had a. You know, he's had a very good passing season, but not about to call him a bat, good passer. No, I agree with you there. All right. So, uh, well, first we got Mora on Thursday, oh, and they right. they've kind of been the whipping boys of our Europa Conference, whatever we're doing. Group. That's group. So, I'm assuming we'll play. A very different lineup because they are by far the worst team in this third tier. And we're still what? Are we first right now on goal differential? I think so. With the game with runs coming up, but I I don't think we care about that. Like these teams care. We'll come in second and be fine. But I don't want to come in second because it's fucking embarrassing. Right. Agreed. I'm with you there. But um, Golini should play. Any thoughts about missing players, the international break? Or, no, I think how, they should. I think should abolish the the, the international break because it seems like every time that there's an international break, someone gets hurt. So weirdly, we had like a decent a decent international break for Tottenham players. Bergwijn scored. I mean, Kane scored seven goals against San Marino and Albania. And people in England hate him so fucking much. I don't get it. You know what? Give us Kane. We will love him with all the respect that he deserves for the quality of player he is. While you guys just just shit on him for scoring against San Marino, what do you want him to do? Not score? Turn around? No, they, and want like, him to not beg. they want him to not beg to be in. But again, the difference between the U.S. and England is we like to focus on positives. Whereas... England will always try and focus on the worst possible thing. Raj from uh, Men in Blazers says it all the time. English folk will always focus on the negatives more than the positives. So you could score a game-winning goal in the Champions League final, but if you miss an open net against Norwich, that's what they'll focus on because they're mostly negative people. Fans are negative, and they'll focus on the negatives. That's how it works. God, what a sad country. No, stop. They're great people. I love England. Big fan. No, I'm a big fan, but they're, you're right. It's a much more pessimistic view on... For sure, but that's why people are everything. continuously... Sh- even now are still shitting on La Celso's corner. Give my guy a fucking break. Oh, I just thought it was funny. Like It was funny to shit on like... Yeah, give him a break. Like people mess up all the time, but like I'm allowed to shun him. And I saw a post on Wednesday that was two and a half weeks ago. What the fuck? Get over it. Well, some people just generally don't like Loselso because, to their credit, Loselso hasn't proved enough to anyone to say like I'm a good player right now. He he might be the most. Um, he's the player that divides our fan base probably the most because there more, are a ton more of than people that think he's shit. Than who? 
No, no, no. I, I, you're, you're right. You're right. There are tons of people that think he's shit, and there are tons of people like me that think he's great and just needs to get a run of games. Yeah, well, I, I think I was about to say Ndombele, but everyone thinks Ndombele is great. They just worry about other certain right. things. His fitness and whether yeah, he yeah, actually yeah. wants to be here. And yeah, no, LaCelso is strictly based on whether he's good or not. A quick thing on Ndombele. Conte got to spend a lot of time with him over international break, I'm assuming. And there's got to be something there. I think Conte, Conte I, I said it before, I'm going to trust him for a while because I have to. Who else am I going to trust? Name a coach you're going to trust more than Conte. So he's going to move Ndombele along at the speed he wants. And if Ndombele doesn't play, then we sell him. And I trust Conte because it's been three years of this. And I know, I know what you're thinking. I know you said it. Another coach who doesn't like him. You said it after halftime. And I said, and I, and we've been on the same page on this for most, most of it, right? We've been on the same page. But at some point when, regardless of what you think of Mourinho when Mourinho comes in and Nuno comes in and players people come in and Pochettino kind of game, game stick at the at the beginning you got to put a little bit on the player of there's a reason these coaches aren't in love with you well so Conte strikes me as a a strict school teacher well you saw how he played like when he was a player sure. you read about that yes I did read about that so he he bang, sticks bang. to his system Bang average, just but worked his ass off. Right. Now, I'm not saying Ndombele doesn't work his ass off because he has finished 90 minutes several and a, times. And season. a giant ass. That's a that's a big ass to work off. As I know, as a big butt guy, I respect the hell out of that. But <laughs> the problem is, I worry that Conte is being too strict to his system where a guy like Ndombele, who is more of a freelancer, won't work mm-hmm. out. And again, we can get the money for Ndombele. I think Ndombele could be one of the best players in the world. But if we get the money we spent for him, I'm not going to be heartbroken if he doesn't fit Conte's system and we wind up winning something. My concern is that we're going to sell Ndombele for a limit for a smaller price than we paid for him. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to flourish elsewhere. And we're going to be buying 35-year-old guys to fit Conte's system that will basically be a hindrance on our future. That's the thing that worries me because Ndombele is still young and is incredibly talented. Before we end this by uh, going over who we, we would like to see for the Mora game, and then I think after, uh, in that recording, we'll talk about the Burnley game more. I want to say what I want to say about Ndombele. You heard Conte's quotes about him and nothing he said was fitness-wise. It was about he needs to work for the team within the system. And I think that's what you were saying is maybe he's going to have to change the system a little bit to work with Ndombele. And I think Conte is maybe, I don't know if he's that kind of coach. I don't, I think he loves his system more than he cares about the player. He wants the player that fits the system more than that. Sure. But I think he believes in Ndombele. And he said when Ndombele figures out how to work as, do his individual skills, but work within the team, that is what he's, that's really what he's working for. I don't think he's as concerned about the fitness like we think he is because that I think he's worried about. Yeah, and Dombley does go off script and Conte, he, you know Conte, he doesn't like that. And he wants him to do off script, but within the system. And I hope that's that's the hope that he figures that out. Or it's got to be Lo Celso or we got to crush this January transfer window. Two players at least. 
It's got to be La Celso, man. Uh, I'm sorry. They can't sell La Celso and Ndombele. Um, no, 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 no. I won't, I won't live for that. If they do that, it's too much of a risk to our midfield of any t- talent that we might have. Even if we get, let's say, let's say we get Kessie, who is, I think, the guy we've been most linked to. And sure. I don't know how. I've watched some highlight videos. I haven't watched enough. But it seems like he's the guy that fits that position perfect. Fits Will fit that position perfectly because he's a box-to-box midfielder, and I can't say that about Ndombele, and I can't say that about that about pretty much any midfielder on the team. I'll disagree with you there. I think Lacelso could be a box. I was about to say that. I was about to say maybe maybe Lacelso, but Wink, Skip, Hoiberg are defensive midfielders. Ndombele is a attacking midfielder. Lacelso can maybe do what we need him to do, so that's we can't sure. get rid of but both. Of either them. way, even if Lacelso works out, he can't do. Everything. Okay. Uh, so big win. Let's take it. We love that win. We will take Great. all of the wins. I thought we to come out that second half. I don't know what Conte said to them was boom, like let's go. And they were they were firing. It was great to see the energy finally. We're at home. And just a really good win. A really good win in the sense of we showed character in coming out. Like, not a really good win in how we played overall, but really good in just coming out. We need this win. We need to beat Leeds. I understand it's a new system, but we have the better players. So better players show up against Leeds, especially when they're a little injured. But uh, so let's move on to Mora quickly. Anyone you want to see play for sure in that game? I know this pissed everybody off on the team when Nuno did this, but we're second in the group. We're playing a team who is 0-4 in the group. I think you want to funnel a couple of first-team players in there, but it should mostly be backups for me. Yeah, I agree. I think one of Sonor Kane should be there. I, I mean, I don't think we should do what Nuno did with not having anyone on the bench just in case. No, 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 no. Just in case, yeah. Yeah. But I think maybe one of Son or, Kane, Son or Kane should start and then switch them out maybe. At halftime, yeah, um, or 60 minutes, I agree. Try to figure out what you can do with Brian Hill. Get him on the field, please, because I don't. Brian Hill has to start. He has to start. That's why I, when you yeah. just said Son or Kane, I think Kane should be the one starting. So Heal can start in Sun's spot? Correct. Right. Yeah. I think I think Heal should be starting at the left wing if Sun's not there. I think, I mean, I want Roden to get some run, and I think Sanchez should definitely start. And that could probably be two of our three center backs. Mm-hmm. Agreed. But who's playing wing backs if we, if we keep the shape? Seth, I think Seth, Seth should be Seth playing Seth left. Plays, yeah, yeah. Give Reggie, the, give Reggie the break. And but who Dardy plays on him? the right? Yeah, why not? Because let's give Darty a chance. Like we think he's trash, and I just yeah, I, yeah, we we think he's trash. But we've only generally seen him play in a Tottenham four, and we've known he's always been better in a five in the right. back. He gets in uh, the one thing he does do very well is he gets into good space. Yeah, he's a terrible player on the ball. He's average defender, but he gets into good space, and we got to give him some. He's on the team. We got to give him some run. And I don't think Tanganga can play that position. Right. Plus, if he doesn't succeed, we know we have. We could sell him in January for a, a washing machine. Yeah. Hoiberg, skip plays probably. Just for fitness reasons, maybe. I hope it ain't Hoiberg, man. That guy. Nah, give him a break. He give, is constantly playing. I'm okay. I'm a, Don't 
Uh, I mean, I, I know this will be on public record, but play Winks. Nah, nope. Play, play in Dumbelle. Okay, yeah. In Dumbelle okay. and Winks. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Or, or no, Delhi. And Skip. Or... In Dumbelle and Skip in the midfield. And, and get... put. No, start Delhi. Start Delhi. Delhi could play or, on Delhi or Bergwine. Delhi or Bergwine on the right. Yeah, yeah. agreed. I'm but get but get Delhi, get them both on the field. Sure, agreed. Because I thought Delhi, as we were saying earlier, he had a chance. He was slightly off sides because Kane was expecting a foul, but he should have scored to make it three one. I mean, uh, I, we're going to go after an eight, and it looks like Vlahovic. And I don't, I don't know how this guy scores all these goals and is going to look at Tottenham and go, I want to go there. Like, I, I, well, hey, I, I've heard he's been very, he's been very penalty reliant. That's what I've heard. Oh, okay. I have not been. Yeah, I, I heard on uh, the extra inch that he is very penalty heavy. So Fabrizio loves him, but I don't know if that's just an Italian thing. Conte Could loves be. him. I don't. Paratici loves him. Italian thing, but he looks like he his physical his. When you look at him, you're like, that's who Conte wants. He, sure. The guy is huge, and he runs like a like a horse. It's ridiculous. So I haven't watched enough, but I've seen obviously some. Sure. But if so many teams are going like when when you see us going after teams and you're like us, Juventus, Real Madrid, whatever, well, why? What, what is this player thinking? Like, how much money we're going to have to pay him? He to wants like, to play. He's hoping uh, he's hoping King gets sold in January. Well, I mean, there's two things you get. Players understand what the best league is, I think. I'm pretty sure, sure players understand, unless they just want to play in warmer weather or easier league or whatever. And then there's the Italian factor, why he would come. But we also need center backs. <laughs> center backs who can play the ball better out of the back. Have we been linked to a bunch of center backs? Yeah. Delict. No, oh, I mean, uh, okay, realistic center backs. Delict is. I would love I, to have Delict. I mean, if we could buy Delict <laughs> and maybe a center, a center mid, I think we're we're set. Every center back from uh, Inter, and then um, I think there's a center back from like Torino that we were might have, we were connected to, but like I don't know. But we need we need some more of those those three in the middle to be better at playing out of the back. Agreed. Agreed. I think. We have a lot of center backs that are more accustomed to playing two at the back. And we have a center back who, while he played well today, is more accustomed to playing defensive mid. And I don't know. I think Sanchez should be our right center back. Call me crazy. I think he's at least earned a, a chance. So you want Romero? So it's Emerson Romero. No, I want, oh, Emerson, you want Emerson Sanchez, Sanchez Dyer, Romero. Romero. No, oh, you want... I, want Romero, I want Romero in the center. But how can Romero be in the center? He drops too early. He goes to the ground too early. Unless we're going to change that, because I like Dyer back there, because I know he's going to be in the right position. All right, so let's Went, put Romero for, on the left. Then. And I'd rather Romero run up, because Romero sure. is good at running up. Sure, so put Romero on the left, left center back. Put Sanchez in the right center back. Or Until... put Dyer on the right center back and put Sanchez in the middle, but... You you like that because you liked when Sanchez kind of when they we would switch into that formation and Toby and Jan would kind of direct Sanchez. Correct. Because as we always say, Sanchez is one of our most athletic players, except he's just not. He doesn't have the brain for it. No, it's not the brain. What I always say this, I always forget where my brain is going with it. He's one of our more athletic players, but he doesn't have the hand eye coordination, or he's not. 
what is the word for it? Like he's athletic. He he's can not jump. coordinated. Coordinated. There we go. He's not coordinated. The, yeah. ca- the guy can jump out of the building. He can, he can catch his catch up speed is unbelievable, but he's not coordinated. So then he gets in the positions where his body's contorted in his stupid ways. And he ends up. Yeah. And on corners, he jumps a little bit too early. He isn't quite close enough to the guy's marking. And I thought he was great today. Yeah. He came on. He played good. I thought he, I, I was happy to see him come on, especially, but all right, big win. We'll take it. There's nothing else to say. We needed that win so badly, especially how injured leads were. And we have a great run of games for Conte to sure. finally like get this Absolutely. team together. I think it's Burnley. We got Norwich. We got Brentford. A bunch Brentford of is a little bit worrying. Let's be fair. Yeah, but it's not Liverpool. It's not Man City. True. It's not. A... And we're in seventh place. All right, let's end it there. Got to be happy always. Wins are always great. Spurs in. Please remember to follow all of our Spurs in on Twitter, on Instagram. We'll keep posting. And, yeah, keep listening. Come on, Spurs. Up the Spurs. Spurs in. Let's go. Let's go.